You're listening to Quirpline here on QWRPFM. Quirpline this week is brought to you by Yeasty Priest, Make It Home Beast. Bring home a quick supper with the Yeasty Priest's newest innovation, a raw elk roast stuffed in a bread bowl. Yeasty Priest, Make It Home Beast, it comes pre-greased. Welcome to Quarp Line. Great to have you with us today. Big G Money here with A Train. How is it going, Alex? No idea. How about you? I, I've never thought about that before. I'm well. Thank you for asking. Glad to hear it. And I'm happy that you all at home are listening to Quarp Line and hope you're having a great day in beautiful Innsburg. Everybody get down on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that one from the 70s when they were trying to get people to enjoy the new lawn they seated at the town hall. Yeah, and there's no quicker way to ruin a freshly seated lawn than by getting an entire town of people to roll around on it. Still wondering why they thought it was a good idea to put a lawn outside of a bar. It was the 70s. It was a different time. And now the news. Getting out ahead of spring runoff season, West Sump Acres is opening a new slough, and breakout sideball star Melody Yum will be on hand to cut the fan belt. Fan belt? Yeah, the, the ribbons get damp, so they're opening it by cutting a fan belt from a 1982 Buick LeSabre. So specific. It's what they found while they were dredging the slough. Oh, okay. For those of you breathlessly waiting for an update on Geyser Watch 2016, well, that's a hint right there that we are in Geyser Watch overtime. It hasn't skipped a year since 1928, so the Innsberg Geological Society is going out there with a really long pin to try and help things along. So stay tuned for a hot update from either the Geological Society or the Burn Unit. And of course, we'll make sure to let you know as soon as we have any information, because a lot of bets are riding on this. For now, though, we go over to Studio B, where Michael O'Leary is getting ready to interview Bertha Burpwinter, who's here to tell us about some of Innsberg's interesting historic cellars. My, wait, no, what? We have a caller. Why do we have a caller? Gus, that's why. Well, can you let it ring? Why do we have to answer on the air? Fine. Hello, caller. You're live on the air. Hi, Grant. Hi, Alan. How did you get this number? Right. Thanks for that, Gus. Well, thanks for calling. Talk to you later, Schlitz. As you are no doubt aware, Innsberg is in a crisis. They know what they're doing. They're gonna pop the geyser. No, not a crisis with Mother Gaia. A crisis of the supernatural. So, a crisis of faith. After the property lottery, so many homes changed hands. But not everything changed hands. The spirits that were there inside those homes, watching over people, the dogs, the cows, the dream catchers, they did not go where the deeds went. They remained tethered to Mother Gaia's mortal coil. And now they're all confused. So are we. Point of clarification. When people moved for the property lottery, they didn't take their cows with them? Or are these the ghosts of cows? These are the ghosts that inhabit Innsberg, the sacred souls of our ancestors that provide us with blessings and inheritances and occasional paranormal hauntings. And they're very confused and upset. Hold on. You're saying... 
that the ghosts that were haunting people are now haunting the wrong people? That's right. But they're not so much as haunting as giving their blessings in a constant and unyielding way from beyond the grave. Is that better or worse? When your earthly body leaves Mother Gaia's joyous embrace, it's not like your soul just goes down to Cabo for some R&R time. It stays behind to give wisdom to your ancestors. We don't want to get rid of these wonderful spirits, but we need to give them some healing energy. That's great. Thanks for calling. I want the people of Innsbruck to know I am here to heal their spirits. What, my spirit? No, the one in your basement powder room. That's a very specific place for a ghost to be and a room I do not have. Everyone has a metaphorical basement powder room. It might be the deep freeze in your garage or in a tiny box filled with hair in your attic. I'll bite. How do you heal these spirits? Through the power of interpretive dance. <laughs> dance has been proven in scientific studies to have therapeutic effects on the human soul. And ghosts are nothing but soul. But they have no bodies. So I dance for those who cannot. And I take the positive energies of Mother Gaia and I channel them into whoever a ghost may inhabit, whether it be your walk-in closet, baseboard heater, or hitherto undiscovered backyard well. Thanks so much for joining uh, us. Actually, actually, Lorna, um, if, if you do have a, a well that you haven't uh, discovered on your property. Nope. Oh, you can get a hold of me via my Etsy page. I have listings for custom dream catchers and crystal mandala. No bye. Uh, okay. Your backyard is not haunted, Graham. You're probably right. I just got sort of swept up in the moment there. That's how they get you. The ghosts? No, crackpots! Oh, right! That reminds me. We go now to traffic with Richter Hammockslam. How's it going, Richter? Thank you, Graham. I'd like to report that there is a slight pileup of three cars on the on-ramp to the Shaughnessy. Drivers this morning may want to consider an alternate route. I don't believe it. I'm even more afraid than I was when I thought I had a ghost well. I'd also like to take this brief moment to welcome my new followers, Joserp underscore 18 and the Shame Granny. <laughs> Sorry. What? New followers, Alex, for my independent online broadcast of this, the traffic of Innsberg. Oh my god! Richter, what in the... Alex, get out of Michael's closet. Richter, what in the hell are you talking about? It's a brave new world, Graham. A world where advances in technology have allowed the little guy to be able to broadcast their own experiences and knowledge to the world. Richter, we literally come to you every quarter hour. And I have made every attempt to incorporate that into my new broadcast schedule. However, the extreme popularity of my new broadcast has left me with no choice but to have slight bleed over. You're live streaming from the traffic co-opter? That's correct, Graham. And my current follower count of 18, no, 19, shows that this is something that the world needs. Yeah, it was. Innsberg needs to hear it. Okay, first, Alex, you are crushing that bottle. Don't look at me. I'm on a fast track to not giving a shit. Second, Richter, why? 
an alternative revenue stream, Graham. With all the upgrades I put into my helicopter, I need to make some money to keep this thing afloat for my day job. The station pays for the copter. Paid for the initial copter, yes. However, in order to broadcast to a greater audience, I have had to add a computer, a camera, a cellular modem. Have you ever heard of the ship of Theseus, Graham? Well, this is Theseus's helicopter, and Theseus sold it to me. How much revenue are your 19 followers? 20! I don't care. How much revenue are they possibly bringing in? Currently, I am working for the invaluable currency that is exposure. However, thanks to that generous donation that just came in from Officer Steve, thanks, Officer Steve, we're going to be flying high tonight. Back to you, Graham, and don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, Alex. 90 proof. Damn, Michael. Th thanks, I guess, Richter. Um, while I encourage Alex to hydrate, let's throw it over to our sports reporter, Montgomery Cohn, who is now confirmed to be in the studio who can give us an update on the Innsburg Sideball Winter Classic. Hey there, sports fans. It's me, it's Montgomery Cohen. I'm your new sports reporter reporting back from the Sideball Winter Classic. I had a great time there. I got to be on the field this year, which is great, because I had like three years I've been waiting to get on the field, only been on the bench this time, but I brought it home for the Sideball team this year. Literal Tigers, we're going to go all the way to the championship, yeah. Go Tigers! You're damn right, Alex. Woo! I think you're going to want to cut that man's mic there, Graham. He needs that sleep. He's earned it. Uh, yeah, uh, thanks. So um, obviously everyone is is thrilled with the performance of the Literal Tigers in the Winter Classic. Record-breaking score this year. Yeah, you almost rolled it. The last minute I had to block her own team to keep us from scoring. Yeah, Melody was on a warpath by the end of it. Ooh, yeah, she was not too happy at all. I had to block her three times. I wear the shiner with pride, though. I had to clothesline an 11-year-old, too. It was fun. That's that's great. Uh, do you do you have any uh, notable notable highlights of the game? Anything that like really, really leapt out at you? Well, when Terry couldn't make it because he was partying too much last night and he got brought down with a bad cough, and the coach pulled my name out of the hat and said, Montgomery, you get in there. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get in there. Uh, that was a highlight for me. Okay, wh wh once you were on the field, then, uh, you know, anything, any big moments from the game? I knew that when I got on the field, I was going to have to throw blocks left and right. That's what I was preparing for, because, the, the, you know, the mole rats and tiny little fighters, but uh, they're real slippery, too. Yeah, their use of grease has been controversial, but effective for them. Those synthetic uniforms really hold it all in. But once the game was underway... What were sort of the, you know, the the highlight moments of the game? Here's Montgomery Cohn's top five of the game. Number five, I caught an elbow in the face. Then I gave it right back. Number four, drop kick one of them wooden linemen and his head came right off. <laughs> Number three, the orange slices they served at the timeout. Kind of sour, should have covered them in honey, but I like them. Number two, watching Melody Yum almost kick a man in half. She was more violent up close than I thought. Number one. Not gonna lie to you, Graham. Kind of slipped into a fugue state for a while. I had to review the footage later, but apparently I threw a lot of good blocks and carried a lot of good points. And quite frankly, I became one with sideball, and I'm gonna lead literal tigers to victory this year. Go tigers! That's where I cut that, Mike Monty. As an alternate, you only have to play the one game. Well, that's fine. I figure Terry's probably gonna have a problem with his breaks before next game. Oh, okay. Uh, well, uh, Monty, we're gonna let you go. Well, it's good being here, Graham. I still got the sideball spirit, and it and me have become one, and there's going to be no earthly force that can stop us. Th thanks, Monty. Uh, go, go Tigers. Um, now, Alex, you still out? This is not, I'm, I'm awake. What are we doing next? We're going to throw to Derek. I'm asleep. You know what? That's, that's fine. Um, we, we go now to, uh, summer intern Derek, who is down at the town square, where there are some new developments with the statue of 
Richard Thurpston. Um, Derek, hello. Hi, Graham. Hi, Alex. It's it's just it's just me. Oh, it's too bad. What happened, to Alex? Richter happened. Oh, did they get in a fight? They're such good friends. Uh, no, neither of those things. Okay then. Well, I'm here at Town Square. Uh, that's where you sent me, and uh, everyone's standing around looking at part of a statue. Um, which is okay. Uh, I guess it's better because there's more statue than there was before, and that's encouraging. As a reminder to our listeners, this course is the tribute in potentia to the great Richard Thurpston, founder of Thurpston County and former aldersman, that uh, had some funding issues, and uh, when it was unveiled, it was uh, a pair of legs. That's right, Graham. I remember that. Yeah, I hope so. You were there. That reminds me, too. Um, they've drained the legs. Uh, all the brown thrums have gone to migrate for the winter, and now there's a man bouncing Richard Thurston's buttocks. I'm sorry, what? Well, and his groin, too, um, including his hips. I guess, really, the whole lower pelvic region. I don't know what constitutes a torso. Okay, uh, Derek, so what you're saying... Abdomen! I learned that in school! Uh, that's that's great. So, so they're only adding his pelvis, and the statue is now Richard Thurston from the waist down? I believe so. I'm not really sure how good of a likeness it is, because I'm only familiar with him from the shoulders up. There's also a ceremonial plinth that's been up for a while, but no, oh wait, hang on, someone is not taking the stage. I'm going to keep this brief and bitter. Gathered simpletons of Thurpston County, it is with great tedium that I commemorate what I was led to believe was a complete likeness of my late grandfather, but instead it falls to me to dedicate to you his groin and bottom. If I must be pressed to say something upon this weary day, were it not for this groin, I would not have been made flesh. Good day. What an inspirational speech. And from the product of Richard Thurston's valuable loins. Speaking of which, how are they going to stop this now waist-high statue from filling with water and thrum? I'm glad you asked, Graham, because now the engineers are coming forward and they are covering it with spikes. What? Anti-thrum spikes, Graham. Like the ones we put on top of the mobile broadcast van. So the statue of Richard Thurpston's legs, groin, and butt is now covered in spikes. All over the place. He now looks like a singer for Gwar. I never knew that Richard Thurpston was so metal. Despite the fact that he's made from brass. Okay, and the, and the rain. Oh, they're filling with half-pound expanding foam, which should hold up between 10 and 12 years. Um, the R value is great, but I hope they get it done by then. Well, that seems better thought out than a lot of municipal projects around here. I agree. I'm still looking forward to a train. No trains. He's still asleep. Okay, I'll talk to him later. I really hope that he and Richard repair their friendship. Okay, Derek. Talk to you later. Um, when we come back, the Eatonsburg players are holding tryouts for their Easter musical, Lent, so if you can sing and have a light-hearted attitude towards blasphemy, this could be for you. And I'm going to get Michael O'Leary to help me carry Alex to the couch in the lobby and put him in the recovery position. Stick around. More Corpline after this. You're listening to Corpline here on QWRPFM. Thanks again to our sponsor, Yeasty Priest Bacon Home Beast. Shove an elk in a bread bowl and put it in your oven, feed your whole family. Yeasty Priest Bacon Home Beast, now with flavors of the Far East. <laughs> 